politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Oh, give me those headlines. So, right, uh, inspired by the great editor of the West, the great Ben Harvey. Ben Ha-Harvey. Well, we tell you the biggest headlines. The SAS Australia cast has been revealed, and Australian runner Peter Bowl will be included fresh off the alleged doping allegations. Will Peter Bowl pass the test? Probably not, but he'll pass the second one. Nice. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> That's what happened to him. Radio star Fifi Box has made headlines admitting she sells pictures of her feet on OnlyFans. She, oh, yeah? she would now go by the name Feet Feet Box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Shoe Box. I'm up. Shoe Box? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Harry, uh, Prince Harry has revealed, I guess he is just Harry, uh, has revealed... <laughs> the <laughs> artist formerly known as form, yes. Prince Harry. Uh, Prince Harry has been uh, has revealed that he's got a secret chapter in his new book that he's re-released. Uh, ironically, he's actually got an entire secret book because no one's read it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who does that? Like, just to drive sales, you're going like, now I'm re-releasing... It's only been like two months. Well, he's like I'm a not new chapter. The director's cut, but you were the you were the director the whole time. DLC. Yeah, it's weird. Is that download character? Uh, downloadable. In this case, it would be chapter, but oh. normally means content. Oh. So there you go. Cool. Let's talk about one of the biggest things everyone gets all the time these days. It's never ending. The amount of scam and spam emails and messages that you get. Oh. Yeah, I'm even getting myself sending me links. <laughs> like, if you check your emails, I'm like, oh, it's yeah. from Mitchell Tinley. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't trust him. I got a, I got a very interesting one uh, this weekend uh, from, a, from a scammer, and I knew straight out of the blocks it was a scammer because everything about this message was just all wrong. First of all, you couldn't reply. It was mm-hmm. like a text message, but you could not reply to it. You could not reply. Yeah, so, like, the only things that do that are, like, those mailing kind of lists, you know, like a like an ATO mail-out kind of thing, being like, go to your MyGov, and you can't reply to it. Oh. Uh, so it's like, so it's an automated message sent from a computer. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, that's the first red flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's in my, then the name is mum, but then with like a little apostrophe. Mum. <laughs> like she, like it, like it's a little shortened or something. Yeah, like saying like rock and roll, and oh. she's like, it's "Sorry, I'm thinking of exclamation mark." Oh, right. <laughs> <Like a shout. laughs> and then it, <laughs> and then it presented to say, "It's the classic like, oh hi, I'm just at Woolworths, and I've taken the wrong card. Oh, can you send me money to this account? Oh. Okay, so like, first of all." My mum is not... She's cold she, Like, <laughs> no, she does love us, But she's not, like, she's never asking me, like, for money. Nah, yeah, no, exactly. Most mums, I don't think, ever would. No, they're not going to do it. Second of all, the amount of money that they wanted was wow. absurd. How much? $800. Wow, obviously they're buying cheese. <laughs> so, like, this scammer, I don't think even knows what a Woolworths is. No, no yeah. one's, no one's dropping eight hundred dollars. I reckon these days, cost of living. <laughs> Thinking about uh, reality TV and how just some of your, some of the shows just keep going. Yeah, I don't like them because they seem fake. But not this one. This one is as real as it gets.
Let's get into this. That's right. SAS Australia. Oh, he's on the helicopter. Back. it? Oh, I don't know. But I got the website here that tells me all the people that will be on it. Oh, and good. we love to play our annual game of Do You Know Who These People Are? Because it started strong. I felt like SAS Australia. It's, oh, yeah. It started it, pretty strong. Yeah, it was. Like, I can't remember correctly, but I think it was like Delta Goodrum, Margot Robbie, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> it was like really, really yeah. big stars. And now it's kind of like questionable ones. Mm. Yeah. So uh, who have we got this year? Look, you just give me a yay or nay, a ding or a dong, as it's known in the industry. Uh, yeah. If you know who these people are, these will be the people competing, and they say us Australia in 2023. Abby Holmes, uh, the footballer. I mean, AFL and field commentator. But she she, did all, she also <laughs> did play, I think, for Adelaide. No, nah, I'll give you that. Or, so you got to tell me what they do as well. Yeah, uh, Anthony Mundine, uh, f- boxer. Nice. Okay, so you know who he is. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because he bo- was in I'm a Celebrity to Get Me Out Here, wasn't he? Yeah, he's done a bit of the reality, but it, boxer, former NRL player. Yes. yes. Uh, Boyd Cordner. I don't, I don't know. Retired NRL star. Okay, yeah. I don't know the NRL players very well. What about Cassie Sainsbury? Fam- oh, the familiar name, but I don't know her. Oh, you like what she's known for. She's a convicted drug smuggler. Oh, it is. It, yeah. it's, it's Cocaine Cassie. Yeah, right. Cocaine Cassie. Right. Dr. Craig Challum. Challum. It would be a real challenge for him. Uh, uh, I have no idea. Uh, here's the Thai cave rescue hero. Okay, no, the other. I remember the other one more, Richard uh, something. But see, I know him you more. Know, you do know him more, that is correct. Uh, so I can't give you that one. Uh, what about Craig McLaughlin? The actor? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's he What's he been in? Uh, court. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is it, is, is that Craig McLaughlin? Yeah, is it? Yeah, okay. What about Jason Ackermanis? Football, ex-football, and now real estate agent. Really? <laughs> what about Lindy Klim? I'm guessing this relation... To Michael Clem. No. No? Okay. Uh, How dare I? Balinese princess, which is what a lot of Perth girls think they are. Yeah, what do they mean by <laughs> Balinese? Do they mean literally I think, from I think, the Bali royal family? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about Mahalia Murphy? Oh, it's a familiar name, but I don't know her. International rugby star. Okay, him. Now, <laughs> is it a man or a woman? Oh, could be a girl. I think it's a girl. Uh, Marley Murphy? Who knows? All right, these are the final uh, SAS Australia. There's five more uh, that will be competing this year. Uh, Matthew Mitchum. Uh, the diver. Nice. Yes. Peter Bowl. The runner. Yeah, yeah. Stephanie Rice. Uh, the swimmer. Nice. This is this is the Olympic <laughs> team from 2008. Team <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, oh, Familiar name, but I don't know. Bachelor. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is, is that his profession or what he was also on? <laughs> what he's got. Uh, Zima Anderson. Zima? Yep. Like that drink from the 90s. Zima. Uh, I don't know Zima. Okay. You got one, two, three, four... Five. Yeah. Six, seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. About half? Yeah, yeah, just just under. That's probably what they think. They go, if we go any lower than that, no stars no stars to, like, catch your eye. Yeah, you that's got, probably the, the good number. You got 14. Seven out of 14. Yeah, He's, bang on half. Please get degrees. Across on the line, I have our rugby league reporter, whether she likes it or not, with some breaking news. 
Okay, it's more of a rumour. Uh, what do you got, AB? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it's more like... I don't know, there's been some whispers about because obviously the NRL, for people who aren't familiar with the competition, has just introduced a new team, so they're now at an uneven number. So every wow. single week, a team has to have a bye. Oh, no. It's bad for the league. Before. And it's bad because exactly. most, yeah, most of the players get suspended after that. It's really bad for my super coach because I always have to move players around, you know? Mm. Painful. Yeah. Um, anyway, they obviously are looking at adding another team and there's been talk of that for a while. But of late, we have been talking to like coaches and different players in all the Queensland teams and New South Wales teams, and all of them are saying the same thing, that it's going to be a Perth team Ooh. and that it's potentially going to be the North Sydney Bears that they're going to move to Perth. Oh, the Perth Bears, just like at Connections. <laughs> <laughs> but, hang on, if you move a team, you're still a team short, aren't you? Or is this team not currently in the league? Yeah, so they're not in the NRL. They're yeah. like a lower-grade team. Um, but they've got, like, a lot of really famous followers. Uh, the comedian Jim Jeffries is a massive North Sydney Bears fan, and apparently for a while he's been like, what do they need? I will put all the money towards it. So you could have, because South Sydney Rabbitohs in Sydney are owned by Russell Crowe. Yep. Yes. You could have a Jim Jeffries North Sydney Bears. Wow. And who uh, do you know who owns it? Like, does he own it, or...? I think it's the league's club at this stage, but he could, if they turn it into an NRL club, that can change. Um, I think he'd be very heavily involved. And, yeah, they've, they've got a pretty cult following, the North Sydney Bears. So, like, not only will you get a lot of new followers in Perth, but you would get all the people that, like, refused to jump onto a different NRL team from back in the day that would support the Bears as well. And uh, are there any WA NRL players? <laughs> um, oh, I think there's one. I can't remember who it is. Maybe he plays for the Bulldogs. But it's hard because, like, how do you learn? It's they don't true. even do it at school. Yeah. So, yeah, there's obviously a lot of uh, things to iron out. But, I mean, the fact that you guys fill every single state of origin game that's mm. over there at Optus Stadium is probably a sign. Yeah, no, that's good. But we'll watch anything. Yeah. There's nothing on True. on our TVs, right? Yeah. So if there's live sport, we're going. Yeah, well, there you have it. Oh, uh, well, then let's start the badminton team as a collective. <laughs> we, we may as well. Uh, brought to you by, I don't know, Tony Collette. She's a big fan of that. So bring that over. <laughs> yeah, so you, probably. Annabelle Be Brett confirming uh, with all of her journalistic integrity yeah. that the Perth Bears will be coming to WA. It's an Annabelle bet. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thanks, AB. Thank you. Time for all you little bin chickens to dive into Michael's Bargain Bin. Join the Facebook group, Michael's Bargain Bin, to brag and boast about all your bargain finds. Make sure you sign up now for possibly the greatest group that's ever existed on Facebook. A lot of new members rolling in. And uh, we were discussing earlier this morning that they're getting the questionnaire wrong. Oh, yeah? In the questionnaire, you're asked, is two for eight better than one for six? Mm -hmm. And you think, many think that you go, yes, of course, because then I've got one for $4 and I, I pick up a second one at that rate as well. Yeah, I think it's got something to do with getting a good deal. Uh, and it's the left you take you back to your parents where your mum was like, I got it on sale, but your dad's like, but what did you spend? Exactly. It's about the bargain. It's about the money, okay? And so, even to the point where last week, you found me a great bargain, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Hats off to you. 
10 cents for a pizza base. Oh, amazing. Huge. 10 cents. 10 cents. But mm. it was a cauliflower pizza base. Correct. Worthless. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, like, you have to consider what am I looking at? Mm. Do I need to spend that money at all? Yeah. And so my dad apparently has wanted to, like, follow suit with right. finding, like, reduced items. Oh, okay. And uh, him and mum were in Dongra for a long weekend. Yeah. He was in the IGA there. Yeah. And he found their little barking bin. And he goes up to my he's like, look, look who I found. And it was jam lamingtons. Like, were, like, $6. Yeah. Now, like, three ninety nine. Okay. It, like, jam lamingtons. And mum goes, okay, great. She's like, but I don't like jam lamingtons. Yes. She's like, that would just be a waste of three ninety nine instead of a waste of six dollars. Yeah. But anything more than zero. And he was very disheartened. Yeah. Because he thought he had found a good deal. Yeah, which isn't even a great deal. It's an okay deal. You're a real estate Wake up to yourself. But IGA, you know. But that's like like going like, what if I just punch you in the face instead of kick you in the face? You go, well, why don't you do neither? That would be better, yeah. So that's today's takeaway from the bargain bin. If anything, not even takeaway. We're not going out. Liam, Mitchell and Michael, and joining us on the line now, as he loves to every week for a sports wrap, it's our favourite sports reporter, the one and only Jacob Landsmere. Happy Tuesday, gents. A little bit, uh, little bit more unusual being on a Tuesday, but um, long weekend, plenty to talk about. Hey, mate, we might have some, uh, we might have some rumours for you. Have you heard the whispers about uh, Perth getting an NRL team? Oh, that's been more than a whisper. That, that's that's Sorry, loud noises from different parts of the uh, the oh. land. I think I think everyone would love to see a, a Perth NRL team. How viable it is! You keep hearing from various people it is, but it hasn't happened now for more than twenty years. The Reds have been long gone, and we still get NRL games here occasionally. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'd like to hope that one day we'll have an NRL team of our own. But yeah, it might be a, a bit of a slow burn that one. We got to chat with someone who's pretty close to the new NRL side, the Dolphins, and they believe that a shift of the North Sydney Bears could be on the cards. Well, that has been the rumour, yeah, that the Bears might be relocated to Perth. I'd like to start afresh. I'd like to have a team that's got its own branding, its own identity, and, and start from scratch. But you take a team however you can get it. At the moment, we just get a couple of games a year. Occasionally, we get State of Origin, which is always big. But, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to have a team that we can call our own. What have we been getting at the moment? Is it all uh, domestic cricket action still in the West? Well, I've got the Marsh Cup tomorrow. WA are hosting South Australia in the final, so that's another chance for some silverware. Uh, WA won their Shield game against Tassie uh, at the start of the, the long weekend, so that's booked their spot in the Shield final to finish on top. So no more travel for WA for the rest of the year, and they can do the treble for a second straight season, which has never been done before in Australian domestic cricket. So it's a playful there, and yeah, most of the news at the moment is footy-related, isn't it, as we get towards round one. Uh, what is the mail that you're hearing about uh, West Coast and Freo? Freo look good. I, I think uh, Nat Fife kicking three goals up forward was encouraging. Sarong and, and co were good in midfield. Will Brody's still finding plenty of the ball. Their back line looks pretty solid. I think West Coast, <laughs> man, that was a pretty dis- disappointing pre-season game. It's not just the result. It's the way that you play. And I think the way that West Coast played, it looked like more of the same from last year. And that'll be what really concerns Adam Simpson is that with the, the squad that they've got and with a few guys back fit and firing, they haven't actually changed much. Uh, Ruben Jinby looked good, young draftee, first pick for West Coast in last year's draft. Uh, Elijah Hewitt came on and saw some minutes after half time. He looked okay. 
Apart from that, it was more of the same from West Coast. Adelaide looked pretty good. That's that's one thing to note, that Adelaide looked like they might improve this year. But yeah, West Coast, without Nick Natanui for that pre-season game and without Bailey Williams and Josh Rotham broke his wrist. So West Coast don't have too many tools at their disposal. Jack Darling's still in a bit of doubt. So Fremantle looking solid. West Coast fans might have to steal themselves for another challenging year. And finally, uh, Australia actually won a, a match in uh, India, in the, <laughs> the test. And I've heard calls that if we go 2-2 in this series, then the test championship match will actually be the decider. And they'll be in English conditions, which probably helps Australia's cause a lot more than to have a fifth test in India. So, yeah, I, I, it's still going to be challenging. I'm at about not an easy place to play. I'll produce another pitch that'll spin. But, um, yeah, it was a very good performance, wasn't it? I mean, and Nathan Lyon to take 11 wickets for the game. I thought the batting was more disciplined and determined. The top order got stuck in and, and dug in, and Kawaja got a 50, and Head and Labuschagne in the second innings were fantastic. So it's a bit to like about Australia in this third test. Steve Smith deputising for Pat Cummins. Pat Cummins is staying home and thoughts with him with his, his mother's illness. Uh, but Australia look as though they might be half a chance of squaring the series. There is plenty happening around the world of sport, and next week is... Is go time from next week. AFL back proper. Uh, exciting times ahead. Absolutely, it's a very exciting time of year. Uh, one season ends and another one arrives. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing how footy goes in 2023. And Dockers fans, I reckon, will be more excited than their crosstown rivals at the moment. Jacob Landsmere, our favourite sports reporter, joining us there. Great job, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your week. I remembered what the game was called. Uh, it's our it's our new game. Uh, it's fantastic. Everybody loves it, and it's called Wiki. Yes, of course. That's right. Wiki, how's that? You basically just read uh, the instructions of a wiki how, and I guess what they are for. Yeah, we it was sort of like a team here. I need to read them quickly. Yep. Uh, so that you've got maximum amount of 30 seconds yes. to figure out what WikiHow is trying to teach us what to do. These are the trending articles as well. So the people yes. of the world mm. are trying to figure out how to do these things. That is right. And if you're a loser, you're a dubbed a wickhead. <laughs> All right. <Sorry. laughs> so 30 seconds on the clock. These are the most searched how-tos in the world yep. right now. Three, two, one, first one. So get it from a cool, dark place. Grab yourself a clean glass. Have more beer. <laughs> Correct. How to pour a beer? Specifically, like, why did you think? Why did you think beer straight away? Because it could have been anything. Uh, I feel like it's the number one liquid that people are after. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> next one. You you one for one so far. Here we go. This is uh, the the second most searched thing on WikiHow. Thirty seconds on the clock now. Cut book pages out of a book to hide small items. Leave decoy items. Cut a hole out of a candle for valuables. Put them into hollow tubes. How to hide valuables? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how to hide valuables in your home. So everyone's very concerned at the moment, I guess, with burglaries. Do they get that confused with, like, wick, e-how? Because of a candle? Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> Let's just play the game. Let's just play the game, mate. Save that for later. Final one this morning. Yeah, two from two. Can he go the clean sweep yep. on uh, Wiki How's That? Is he going the hat trick? Uh, yeah, the, ha- the how trick. Oh, I'll work on it later. Yep. Here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. The hat trick. <laughs> Use the toilet first. Then straddle. Activate. 
Hijack Rem- poop. Remember to clean yourself. Adjusting the temperature and strength of jet. How to use a bidet. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Hat-trick these are getting easy. <laughs> you make them harder, mate. Well, no, I'm just going... So these are the most searched for things at the moment. So you would think that these very simple things to do around your house wouldn't require a wiki how, but this is what people are no, searching for. I feel like a bidet one. Like, who's got a bidet? No, but a lot of travellers. If you go over to Europe, right? My sister's going to Europe in like May. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how to use a bidet. She might be Googling that That's right what now. I, mean. I think that's a good one. You're like, how do you, how do you use a bidet? But how to open a beer. <laughs> how to pour. <laughs> how to pour a beer, sorry. Yeah, well, it's a good point. How many times do you pour in a beer? You're not. You know, if you're buying them at a pub, someone's pouring it for you, Or you're drinking it? straight from a... That's true. You're getting it straight from the Who pours the a beer from a stubby into a glass? You're a weirdo. Older people, I've noticed. Yeah. Have you noticed that? It's we- older Bloody older weirdos. People. Apparently, it's the nice way to have it. Like beer with ice. The the esky work time. All all glasses are pointless, really. Yeah, one from the bottle. Pointless. I drink from the bottle. I live at home. Anyway, <laughs> I know this is about me, but like I drink from like uh, like a one point two five. I just drink from that. I'm like, why would I waste a glass? How I'm the only one like here. A signal, a single man. <laughs> <sighs> Michael Ross. Yesterday, I feel like I got bamboozled, scammed, swindled, however you want to call it. It is a cheap Tuesday, so I thought, why not put it out to you? Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like you can sort of dissect what happened. Uh, I was with the old girlfriend at the shops because, you know, they're all like, well, you can't let them go on their own. Because she like, overcharged you. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> and I will get to that very much. Uh, because, look, does the shopping, does a big shop, not my shop. Like, it's like her grocery shopping. I'm just like attending. You know, if anything, okay. I'm like, if anything, I'm like, oh, like that one. That one's like a little bit cheaper. There's a little bit of that. I uh, did make fun of her, which is customary, because uh, she talks a lot about being able to cook. Like that's the the thing. She's like, I can cook. I can. I'm a great cook. And she bought that. Um, yeah, like mashed potato. You can like heat up, chuck a microwave. I'm like that's not. That's not. Cooking. And she goes. She goes. No, it's just easier. She's like, normal. I can do it. She's like, you got to boil potatoes, do all this sort of stuff. I'm like, mm. you sound like a guy that. Is talking like, oh, I used to be a good footy player. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> I tell you what, before I did yeah, my knee, mate. Yep, that's what it sounds like. But anyway, we we push on. Uh, she did at least get it like it was like kind of on sale. So I was like, okay. mm, good, good. Anyway, racks up a grocery bill. Let's say 40, 50 bucks. It's just like maybe for like tonight, tomorrow, whatever it is. Yep. Right? Not, a, not a full shop. She's a little bit more like advanced too. Like she often pays with her phone. Okay, which is like I always think a bit risky. I'm I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm a thirty year old man, but I'm still like I like card. You know, I'm like I like the, the old fashion of it in my hand. We're the equivalent of, you know, your granddad wanted cash. Yeah. We're like, nah mate, card. Well, like that. None it's of a, this phone or exactly. watch. Exactly. Watch. And I think I was right because she goes to go pay, because even I'm like, look, good like I see what you've done and I see what you've bought, but like I was like, oh Yeah, a bit pricey for me. But hey, your grocery shop. That's fine. As she goes to pay, mm-hmm. her phone dies. Just dies. Just, just, just turned off. Just, just turned off. What? No battery? Just Yeah, no battery. Like, how convenient. So what do you think I had to do? Oh, so you had to step in. Nah, you had to make her put it all back. No. <laughs> no. I had to step in. She had nothing else on her. Nothing else on her. No, you've at least got to have your other stuff that's with you. That's what I mean. Like, she only just walked in with her phone. Yeah, that's all she does. Like, how- Terrible. I know. Are we old? No. Like, no, because that'd be the equivalent of, like, 
Do you go anywhere with just your card? No. Heaps of people do. You this take, is what I'm saying. You take your whole wallet. This is what I'm saying. Heaps of people do. I think me and you are just like conservative old men now. I do understand that women can't carry like as much as we can oh, because of they pockets. can't concentrate. And, oh, sorry, and what? Not, <laughs> their weak arms can't handle a purse and a phone. Oh, we're kidding. But no, I don't. We're, we're uh, but yeah, they don't have pockets. Yes, that's what I've started noticing. Yep. Maybe that's why she didn't. Mm. So she'd be like, carry my phone. Don't need a bag. Mm. Otherwise, they need bags. Too many and guys with phone bags as well at the moment. Here's, here's another question I just thought of just then. Why's your phone gone flat? Texting too many guys, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what? I, I'm so angry she let it go flat. Who lets their phone oh, go flat? Wild. Uh, Why do I... There's too much to unpack here. There's so much. <laughs> us on the line now, as he loves to for a cheap Tuesday, it's the one and only Motley Fool himself, Scott Phillips. Boys, good day. Good. <laughs> well, yeah, good day means like good day, and yeah. I'm not sure if it is because it's, it's rates <laughs> no. day. Oh, no, it's yeah. a great day. You mentioned Cheap Tuesday. Unfortunately, it uh, might be less Cheap Tuesday by the end of the day, unfortunately, because the Reserve Bank, the RBA, is very, very likely, unfortunately, sorry to be the bearer of bad news, to put rates up yet again. And if they do, this will be the 10th time in a row. Not the 10th month, they had January off, but 10 meetings in a row where they will have jacked rates up. Like, do they know that no one likes them? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you're pretty, I think you're pretty resigned to that if you take the job. You can, well, look, it depends, right? When rates are going down there, everyone's the best friend. Uh, we're, we're a bit fair weather when it comes to the RBA. We, we don't like them much when they're putting rates up. Uh, we're happy to invite around to our place for a barbecue when rates fall. Were there, any, were there any other levers that they could pull to, to sort of keep inflation in yeah. control? Did they have to do the rates? So I, that's a really great question. So the problem we've got with the RBA is we talk about them all the time, and we do because it matters, right? Everyone's worried about what's going to happen to their mortgage. But there's, there's a million other things that government could do. The RBA itself, no, they've got they've got one big lever uh, down in Martin Place in Sydney. They either put it forward, they pull it backwards, or they leave it where it is. That's pretty much what we do every every month on a Tuesday, the first Tuesday of the month. But, yeah, the government's got a million other things they could do should they choose to actually change what the RBA does because the RBA is trying to take heat out of the economy. Now, if you're in charge of taxing and spending, if you're the government, you have a million different ways you can do that. You can put in- income tax up, you can put GST up, you can increase super contributions, you can do all sorts of things. You just run a balanced budget. It's very old-fashioned these days, but it used to be a thing. Uh, there are a lot of things they could and should be doing, but because they're not, the RBA sits there and goes, well, okay, guys, it's the first Tuesday of the month. You've done nothing. I guess it's up to us again. Uh, that's where we find ourselves. Can we replace Lynch or fire the RBA boss? <laughs> <laughs> we can't, but the Treasurer can. So by convention, the RBA is independent, but the RBA boss reports to Treasurer Chalmers. And so, yeah, if, if, if Jim Chalmers decided tomorrow morning, he didn't like to kind of fill those jib anymore, he could absolutely say, yeah, look, it's been fun, but uh, off you go, we're going to replace you with somebody else. The problem, of course, is the new person that comes in is going to say, well, <laughs> you haven't changed anything else, so I guess I'm putting rates up then. Uh, so it's a question not so much of whether they will and who will do it, uh, and that's that's why it's a challenge, because if the government was doing a little bit more, we'd have a different outcome. By the way, boys, when we talk about rates going up, they're doing it because inflation's out of control, and it is far, far worse to have high sustained inflation than a, than a downturn or even a recession, because these things come and go, right? The economies always grow back after recessions. When was the last time you saw prices fall? They almost never do. So that's why the RBA is so worried about this. If they let it get out of control, we can have really, like, you know, 20, 30-year falls in living standards. It just simply wouldn't come back. Uh, so that's why this can be, can be so brutal. Mm, you sound like you work for them. 
<laughs> no, just this is this is the problem. Like, what else do you do, right? Like, we don't want to pay ten percent more for our energy and you know a fortune for for petrol and diesel and whatever else. But that that's literally what happens if they don't do anything else. Right, the inflation just kept going up, and so we kind of we feel better because no one, no one, we couldn't point at someone and say they did it to me or they made a conscious decision to do it. So inflation feels somehow less vindictive in some ways because no one, no one's making the decision. But uh, we've seen it. We've seen it happen. We've seen it happen in Germany in the 30s. We've seen it happen in Venezuela. We've seen it happen in Zimbabwe with their I think a million or billion pound notes at one point. I mean, these these things just get silly if they're let to continue. Now we're not in those situations, but. You know that's that's the extension of what can happen if we let prices keep going. So yeah, look, I'm not, I don't love the RBA, but I reckon they are the adults in the room, while government in particular is kind of whistling and pointing at them and saying, oh, "I'm not, it's their fault, it's their fault," is, uh, and they're saying, "Well, listen, you've given us a job to do. We're doing our job. What more do you people want?" Is it tied in any way to the money that we make? Because cost of living is up, property prices are up, and yep. and yep. businesses won't cough up their profits, but our yep. wages don't move. Yeah, that, I mean, that, we can talk about this half an hour. So businesses, <laughs> yeah, I know, well, I could. You guys would be bored and go and play some music, which is fine. Um, so, look, but yeah, the, the other thing about it, the other thing that Phil has been doing for a while is about inflation expectations, right? So when we expect prices to be higher, when we go to the shops or go to the you know, petrol bars or get the energy bill, we go, oh, I expected that. Oh, that sucks. Okay, I'll just pay it. You know, we, we actually as consumers have the choice to simply not spend in those places when prices are up. Businesses that businesses always make as much profit as they can. It's kind of what they do, right? So, you know, they if they if they think we're going to pay higher prices, they'll charge higher prices, and that's why again, Wafel has been really you know clear to say, hey, we want you to not expect inflation. Firstly, we want to bring it down, but secondly, it happens when businesses put up prices, we pay those prices. If we stop paying, say, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that today. Thank you very much. That price is too high. What happens if businesses are making excess profits, they'll drop their prices to win our business back. So it is exactly that supply and demand playing out. And Philo's trying to say to us, look, you know, make some good decisions here. If you're prepared to pay it just because you think it's going to have to happen, then you do. And when you do, the business say, thank you very much. I'll pocket the difference. So there's a lot going on. The ACCC has probably got some work to do here too. Uh, but remember, putting up prices isn't, isn't illegal. Making a profit isn't illegal. It's what companies have always done. Competition and our role in that is, as consumers puts prices, push pressure on prices and hopefully pushes them back down. So let's boycott is what I'm hearing. We need <laughs> widespread boycotts. Well, and again, back to that, like that's what Phil Lowe's doing. He's putting rates up so you guys stop spending. Um, and he said, if you don't stop spending, I'll put rates up. I mean, this is kind of the, you know, it's not like we weren't warned. He said, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. If it happens, I'm going to put rates up. So, yeah, you're right. A, a boycott of sorts, maybe not a, to- a total boycott. We've got to eat. We've got to wear clothes. And employers have to employ people. We've got to remember that as well. But, yeah, that, that fundamentally, that's exactly what we need to do is spend a little more cautiously. It'll take demand out of the economy. Businesses will put their prices in and win our business back, and that helps inflation. So you've hit it now. We're not spending, Scott. Stop buying caviar. <laughs> I told you, blokes, I'm down to two bowls a day. Don't, you know, I'm making sacrifices. If you want more of Scott Phillips, make sure you grab the Motley Fool podcast on Listener or The Good Oil. Great job as always, mate. Thank you, boys. Talk soon. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.